Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Talking to someone who's not listening is like speaking to a drunk person. They can sort of hold a conversation with you, but they're not really present or engaged and they're not going to remember a thing you said tomorrow. So today, I'm going to teach you the five signs that they're not listening to you. And that means you're not communicating to them. And my super simple, amazingly effective tool to get the conversation back on track. So hang out. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Hi there. It's me. I'm back. So this is a big uh, topic for me uh, because as you might imagine being a, you know, psychologist at all. It, it's the thing that comes up over and over The they're not listening to me. I'm not being heard, you know, both, all the signs. And I've come up with a great acronym I'm going to teach you in a minute. And but before we get there, I, I do want to throw out that uh, I need you to subscribe to the podcast. Are you subscribed? You're listening. See, if everyone subscribed who's listening, I'd have just just beyond so many <laughs> people subscribe to the podcast and it's not as many. So please subscribe wherever you get this because that it just it helps the algorithms. You know, I hate having to play this game, but I do because I want world peace, damn it. And the more people that know about the podcast, the better. So you should be hopefully sharing the podcast with as many people as you can think of who you think it would help. And uh, please, please leave a review. Have you left a review yet? Do you love me? I thought you loved me. If you love me, you got to just, I don't know, take 20 minutes, figure it out, 
watch a YouTube video on it, something. <laughs> Figure out where you can leave a review. I know iTunes you can. I know there's other places. I would greatly appreciate it. It just changes the game. The more reviews, again, those algorithms kick in, the more people know about us and the better and better. And uh, I just, you know, come on, help me. We, we need some more world peace here. We need folks to really be feeling better, right? Your world's going to be made better. Think about it. If everybody was following all these tips, right? Wouldn't your world feel better? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I'm trying to do here. Okay. It's another enough of my Jewish mother bossiness, isn't it? Well, let's face it. The whole podcast is my Jewish mother bossiness. I'm aware of that. Um, that's why I love it. <laughs> that's probably why I love doing this. I get to just sit here and chat and say all the things I believe. And there you go. And you're sitting there listening, which I really, really, really appreciate. All right. So let's get to it. So, and I, you know, communication is one of those things that I get asked about a lot. You know, what is, what is it? What does it exactly mean? How do I know? Blah, blah, blah. So here's what I often say to people. If you are sitting alone in a room and talking out loud, you're just alone in a room, you're sitting in your living room, sitting in your bedroom, you're just talking, just talking about whatever's important to you. Would you define that as communicating? I, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Because, but, but half the time I have to tell you, you're practically doing just that. But, you know, you, it's not communicating. You might call it communicating, but it's not. You're speaking to or maybe at your partner, your kid, your coworker, your boss, whatever. And you think you're communicating even though they're not really listening to a word you're saying. You might as well be alone speaking in that empty room for all the good it's doing you. Because that's the point, right? We, when we're talking to someone, <laughs> we're trying to get a point across. Um, and you could argue, hey, Abby, you're sitting alone in a room talking. Are you communicating? Yes, because I get tons of responses, tons and tons and tons. I get, and, and people do leave reviews and they do do things. I, I get feedback all the time about what I'm doing. So uh, I know that it's hitting somewhere, that people are getting it. It's resonating. And sometimes people come back at me um, with ideas or something they didn't like or whatever, you know, so there's the communication. It's it's somehow that you want something transmitted somewhere and you want to know what it is. And uh, we have a problem that often we are talking and we're so invested in what we're talking about that we we get all these signals that people aren't listening, but we just, you know, for me back in the day, I would just talk louder, you know, hey, I can talk pretty loud. So I would just you know, talk louder or talk over whoever it was. It's, it's, that's not the answer, obviously. So there are a lot of signs that you're not communicating when you're in a dialogue with someone. And again, you're likely ignoring them because you haven't really thought about them fully. You're just you know, moving full steam ahead, doing your thing. And then you're pissed off later saying, I told you that already, or, you know, no one listens to me around here or whatever that is. But really, again, it's like you were talking into the empty room and it's your responsibility also that people are listening. It is not just their responsibility to listen. It is yours to be a quote unquote good communicator in some way. So if you, again, stop to really think about what communication means to me, again, it's information that's given and received. Uh, there's hopefully an exchange of information and agreement on what the shared meanings are, all that good stuff. And the responsibility, again, is on you 
too. So, uh, and again, I think you know in your gut often that they're not listening and you just keep going and then you end up, you know, resentful, angry, frustrated, butthurt, whatever. So, and I'll remind you, something I say a lot is that you co-create every single relationship you're in. You co-create it. That means you're responsible for every single conversation and every communication that you're in. Yes, yes, it's not just about the other person not listening. It's about you and what you're doing and your attempts to get across your point or feeling. And there are five signs that communication isn't happening, isn't happening, and you should really stop the bus. It's it's time to stop the bus. It might, now let me just say this, it might be you doing one of these five things or the other person doing one of these five things. Either way, it's time to, you know, reset, re-engage, re-strategize, re-something, you know, you got to start again somehow because it's, it's not going where you want it to. And as usual, I have one of my great little acronyms, my therapeutic jingles, as we like to call them. Well, and I do these so that you can remember what to look out for. So you can remember in your head that if you see any of these five, or if you are are thinking, oh, I'm going to talk, but I'm coming from one of these five and I'm going to be a communicator because you're not, there's the problem. And you can remember it by the acronym BRAID, as in like braid your hair, right? I, I couldn't come up with a cooler word. I'm sorry. I was trying... <laughs> I spent hours on this stuff. I spent hours at home with all the words and trying to turn them around and turn them into something else and all that. I I, I really spend time because um, I love you and, and because obviously I enjoy it on some level. So braid was my best job. Okay. So, and I tried to come up with some snappy little slogan around, don't braid yourself into a knot or <laughs> it's trying all these different things. And, uh, I'm going to spare you those. I am because I do love you. And we're, and we're just going to go forward now with the braid, okay? All right. And by the way, I've been trying to mention this every episode. It, if, uh, if you love listening, uh, I had someone suggest listening to it at, listening to the uh, podcast at a 1.5 speed. So if you feel like um, you'd like to listen to it a little quicker, if you'd like to get through the information a little quicker. My goal is that you're listening. If you want to listen to me at a higher speed, you be my guest. And uh, she loves it. She feels like, oh my gosh, I totally have time now to really hear you and listen to everything and take it in. And uh, she loves it. So because she just wasn't finding the time to hear me babble for as long as I do. Okay, let's get back to Braid. So Braid, B-R-A-I-D. Here we go. These are the five signs that you, my friend, are not being listened to or that you are not communicating well. The B is for blame. Blaming. If you or the other person is acting like a victim or blaming anyone or anything for the situation, for what's happening, true communication has stopped, I promise you. It, it's again, if you're, especially if you're the one blaming the other person, or they're blaming you in the situation, or you're acting like a victim, or they are, uh, it, yeah, forget it. You might as well just stop talking because the, there's no, when there's, when there's blame or victimhood, there's no responsibility. And if there's no responsibility, then you don't have two people, you don't have two dogs in the fight. You, you know, you don't have two people in the conversation. Well, hopefully it's not a fight. You, uh, the other person has no skin in the game is really what it is. Look at me with all my little skin in the game, dogs in the fight. Okay. Um, 
but you get where I'm going. <laughs> I have had people from other countries <laughs> write in and be like, what is that? Are you, I forget all the idioms we use in English and or in the United States, I mean. And uh, anyway, hopefully it makes sense. So don't blame. Don't you blame. Don't you allow them to blame. Don't, don't make sure no one's acting like a victim. All right. The R, B-R in braid. The R is reading minds. You can't read anyone's mind. They can't read yours either. You cannot read. I know you think you can. I, I know right now you're like, yes, I can, Abby. I can totally read their minds. No, you can't. If the conversation has any sentences like, oh, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're going to say. I, I, oh, I, I, know, I know what you're going to say, so I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going to say it. I hate that, by the way. It makes me nuts. Uh, you should know what I want. You, you should know what I want. I shouldn't have to say that. You should know. That even like gets into our victim thing, doesn't it? Uh, uh, one of my favorites, you knew what you knew what I meant, and you did it anyway. Or I know what you meant. Yeah, I know what you said, but I know what you meant. That stuff. Uh, want to pull out my hair? I won't because I like my hair. I just want to pull out my hair because the conversation is going nowhere again, and it kind of bleeds into the victim thing and the blaming thing, but. This idea that we can read people's minds and what happens, I've talked about this before, but when this is that confirmation bias, if you are so sure that someone's going to say a certain thing, uh, of course, that's what you're going to hear. Of course, it's what you're going to hear. I know I go through this a lot in, with uh, my clients even. I'll be, uh, I'll say something and, you know, sometimes clients are in a certain mindset. Like, so maybe they'll tell me something that they think I'm going to judge right? Maybe they'll tell me that they, I've had this, actually, I had this recently. I had someone who uh, cheated on her husband. She cheated on her husband. She had sex with somebody else. And she was telling me, and she was, you know, upset. And she was also really defensive as she was telling me. She was sort of giving me all the explanations why it was okay. And, but I felt terrible for her. I could see all the pain she was in. And I certainly don't judge it. You think in 35 years, I haven't heard people say they've cheated on their spouse or their partner or their whoever. I mean, my gosh. So if I was in the judging game, I would not be doing this. And um, so I, and I, I literally said to her, I'm like, wow, I can, you know, I see how much pain you're in about this. It's it, it sounds like it's keeping you up at night. And she said, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't need to be, and I don't need you judging me about it. It's <laughs> literally what she said. And I thought, wait, what? I, 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 I didn't judge. I didn't say anything of the sort. And so I, you know, I had to stop and we had to reset together and we had to spend a minute, you know, doing this. And sure enough, when I kind of went there with her because she had told her best friend who did judge and, um, she had told her sister, who she's very close to, who also judged her. And so what happens is that, you know, so yeah, my therapist is going to judge me too. You, we, it's a confirmation bias. So if I hadn't interrupted, and by the way, I don't know that her best friend judged as much as she thinks. I don't know that her sister judged as much as she thinks. What Obviously, as we did the talking, she was judging it. She was ashamed. She felt horrible about it. It was keeping her up. And she was sort of acting like she wasn't. And that was at the issue. But this happens a lot when you're having misunderstandings, when you're having this stuff. It's because you're so sure you know already, even if you're not consciously thinking it. And again, that confirmation bias kicks in, which is that we confirm the things we think we know. And we, we, we ignore, our brain ignores things that would uh, dispute that. So 
evidence that doesn't go that way. So for example, me being compassionate, that wasn't what she heard at all. She heard something completely differently. Uh, and I, I just, again, had this so many times with clients where they're just not hearing what I said. And it's happened on the podcast too. I've had things and I've had people write in and go, well, you said this, but I think it's this. And I, and I'm thinking, I said that? I can't imagine I said that. I would never say that. And, uh, you know, uh, sure enough, I will often either listen to the podcast or I'll go to my blog post and think, is that the point I was making? And so I have to sort of come back and realize that they were just not hearing me. And you've been here. You have been here. So <clears throat> believe me, you've been on both sides of this and you probably haven't even always noticed uh, that you're on both sides. So I want you to really take a minute, notice that language and stop it in its tracks by realizing that nobody is reading minds either way. Okay. The A in braid, B-R-A, is attacking. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Once you start attacking one another in any way at all, the game is well and truly over. It's done. It's really done. And I want to say something. This includes passive aggressive remarks and actions, right? I mean, aggression is right there in the title of passive aggress- aggressive, right? It's right there. Aggressive is attacking. Um, you know, biting or constant sarcasm. Uh, uh, oh, it's just the way I am. Can't you take a joke? You take everything so seriously. You're so sensitive. All that crap. I really want to just punch people. No, I don't want to punch people. I love you. But that when someone says that to me, when I call them out on it, I it's I take it for what it is. They are it's 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 kind of a bullying thing they're doing. They don't realize they are, but it's sort of a bullying thing. It's because they're scared and they're in a fear-based uh mode. And you know, my job is just not to get pulled into that, right? So obviously name calling is attacking, not nice. You cannot call anyone anything. I don't and even something like jerk or asshole, it it you don't you don't it's not okay. Stop it. Just stop it. It's not. It's not appropriate. It's never all right. You don't get to say, um, "Well, I only do that when they're not listening." You know, they push me to this point. I've heard this a lot lately, actually, from clients and people and people writing in, saying, "Well, you know, I don't say anything. I really do keep my cool, but I'm repeating myself over and over, and no one's listening, and they don't listen until I yell, until I really go out, you know, and I say these things, and then they listen, and that's not okay." That is not okay. That to me, that's like saying, well, I, uh, you know, some man saying, well, I told her a few times she wasn't listening. So I, I, you know, I punched her. 
I hit her. I smacked her. There's the only way to get her to listen. Ver- verbal abuse, physical abuse, it's never okay. And there's never a reason and there's never, it's never acceptable. I, I don't care. You can write in and tell me I'm wrong. I, you can do whatever you want. It is not okay. If you are doing it in any way, you have to stop doing it immediately. It's, um, it's, not, it's not good for you. If you are that out of control, you, you need to be in therapy, you need maybe, maybe even medication, I don't know. But if you're that out of control that you feel like you can't help it, that's a big, big problem. Do not minimize that. Do not think that's okay, because it's not. Uh, so also, you know, diagnosing the other person. I don't like that. You're a narcissist. You're bipolar. You're this. You're that. Don't do that either. You're not, even if you are a PhD or a psychiatrist or something, I, I don't want to hear that. That's not what you're doing. Again, it's like name calling. It, it's, it's, you might as well call someone a bitch or an asshole or whatever because you're using that language. You're judging. You're being super critical. You're attacking them and definitely attacking someone's character. Um, oh, you're always a drama queen. You're such a slob. You're so friggin' lazy, you know, that kind of stuff. So you might think, well, I didn't use any swear words. I didn't call them a name. I'm just saying what's true. It, no, that's, it's an attack. It's not okay. And again, if that's coming at you, if someone, if you're trying to talk to someone and they start attacking you, you can know it's time to stop the conversation. I am getting nowhere here. I have to stop this conversation. All right. The I in braid. Is so we did B blaming, R reading minds, A attacking, the I is interrupting. This is big, and for some reason, people ignore it a lot. So, if you're being interrupted or if you start talking over another person, the conversation has stopped. I, no one's listening. No one's listening. <laughs> if you're being interrupted, it means the other person is in fight, flight, or freeze mode. So, so their amygdala is turned way on and they are no longer listening if they ever were. So just know that's what's happening. And and if you're interrupting them, if you're making a point, let's say, and then they start to talk about something and then you're interrupting their, I don't know, rebuttal or whatever they're saying back to you, it's the same thing. So anytime, and that can also, you know, sometimes I was giving someone feedback the other day, I was doing a little coaching with someone in a, you know, business role, manager in a business role. And uh, and he kept, uh, I could see, because we were on Zoom, I kept seeing that he was, uh, kept trying to interrupt me, but he wasn't. And, you know, he, he was sort of biting his tongue over and over. But that's the same thing. It means he's not really listening to what I'm saying. And, and that he, so I want him to, right? So I kept stopping. I kept, I said, well, hey, let's stop. I said, I want to go on, but I see you're chomping at the bit to say something. And he said, yeah, I was going to interrupt you. And then I remember, you know, I can't do that. And I'm really working on that. And I said, that's great. And I'm really glad you stopped yourself. And, but you're, if you're still thinking about it, it doesn't help us. If, if you're just, if you're not in the conversation, it doesn't help us. So, so let's talk about like, what, where did you start to go? And he said, well, I was thinking that, because we were talking about his style with another employee, with one of his employees and uh, with subordinates. And, uh, and he said, yeah, but you don't understand this guy does X, Y, and Z. And I, and I said, I said, okay, but do you see what you were doing? I, I was talking to you and instead of taking it in and listening like you're wrong and really trying to figure out where you're missing something, you were already defending it and in de- deciding something else about it. And you wanted to interrupt me to talk to me about it. And the fact that, yes, you didn't interrupt, which is great, but you still believe that. So you're still not listening. And 
so it's really important too if someone's interrupting to kind of to stop and to name the interruption but then to also name whatever's going on underneath the interruption right that's really really important uh because that's where uh that's where the meat is that's where the good stuff is so you, you want to get into that um and i want to say this too interrupting can also be someone taking a call looking at their phone getting distracted by something or someone outside the conversation uh, you know, all of those things are interrupting. And, you know, sometimes I'm talking to someone and then they just start talking about something else. And, uh, you know, they're not interested in what I'm saying. They are not interested in what I'm saying. They're letting me know that. For me, depending on what I'm talking about, this, you know, sometimes my partner does this. I love him, but sometimes he does this. He's just not interested. <laughs> Instead of telling me that, he kind of just changes the subject mid-sentence. Um, but I get it. And if it's not something I'm really I don't know, need to talk about, I let it go. What do I care if I was talking about something at work or something he just doesn't want to listen to? Okay, moving along. You know, I was making conversation. Um, if it's something important, something I need him to listen to, I need help with or something, I'll stop and go, hey, I was talking about something and you changed the subject. What's going on? And you know what I mean? And have that conversation. That's fine. And so, you know, again, because it might be that I was boring, I was giving, boring him, giving him too much information, too many details, but then at least we can get to that. He might say that. He's like, well, you're giving me a lot of details. I don't know what to listen to anymore. You know, I was finding my mind wandering and I'm like, okay, let, well, let me try again because I really would like your feedback on this. And then I have to think, okay, yeah, I was giving him like all this stuff and I really just need feedback in this one area. Let me just explain this one area. So it doesn't mean that anyone doing any of these things, everything has to end. It just means you have to stop and notice it and take note and call it out. And when you call something out, by the way, it doesn't have to be attacking. Like I said, I, you can do it lightly, but you do need to name it. You need to acknowledge it and then move on. Okay. Uh, and then the D, which I actually kind of just referred to a little bit, is defensiveness. Any defensiveness at all again, by you or the other person is a sign that people are in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. No communication is happening, no listening, no receiving, no giving, no getting. So it's time to reset or come back to the conversation at another time. This is not working if they're defensive. And uh, I have a few clients who are, you know, just super, uh, defensive when they're hearing something they don't like. And, you know, God bless them in therapy, even though this is so hard. So I just, um, you know, I love you. I love my clients. So, so sometimes, you know, it happens. You, you want the therapy. You really want to learn. But old habits die hard. It's very difficult to just go, okay, I'm in therapy now. I'm going to listen to everything. It's tough. I argue with my therapist, for gosh sakes. I, I know I do it too. So, but again, I just sort of will stop and check it out. Like, hey, you know, you're rebutting what what's happening. Can we slow this down? Can we find out what's going on? Can we get you back in the room? Again, people are in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. So usually that, the defensiveness is in flight mode. They're running away as fast as they can. Sometimes it's attack, right? Sometimes it's an attack mode. But often, it, to me, defensiveness is really a flight. They're just like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to do this. This doesn't match. I'm just, you know, I'm out. Um, and you want to give some love and bring them back in. So that's braid, B-R-A-I-D, blaming, reading minds, attacking, interrupting, and defensiveness. If any of that is happening, 
the conversation needs to stop. And I'm going to give you one great tool. There's many, uh, you know, listen to my podcast. There's lots of ways to deal with this, but there's one way that's uh, I love that's a little uh, technique that's from Neuro Linguistic Programming or NLP. Um, and it's an interruption technique that's very, very helpful. And I call it the wake up word exercise. I don't know why I made up that name, but it was a long time ago because it kind of wakes you up in the conversation. You get off of autopilot and you get into what's real. And I'm going to, uh, no worries. You know, I, you know, you know, my love, I have this all written down. The wake up word exercise is all written down for you. You can come on over to the website, happymedcalf.com forward slash podcast, and you can download this exercise. Okay. You can find the go, you know, scroll to the bottom. You'll see this. This is episode 137 and, uh, five signs that you're not communicating and you'll see the download. You can also, as always, go to the blog page, abbymedcalf.com forward slash blog. Same thing, go to this blog and there will be a uh, little space where you can put in your, you do have to give me your email. Yes, you do. Your email and your name, <laughs> you can get the wake up word. If you are already on my mailing list, you will not be added 50 times. You never have to worry about that. We have the things in place that know if it's the same email. Just don't use a different email because then you'll get emails everywhere and you don't need that. So if you're already on the list, it's easy enough and just sign up and you're done. If you don't want to stay on the list as always, which I don't know why, because I send you a really fun email every week to keep you motivated in between. But if you don't want to get that, that's fine. And you can just unsubscribe, I promise. I swear, I don't even see who unsubscribes. I've had people tell me they didn't unsubscribe because they were afraid I'd be mad at them. I'm not going to be mad at you. I love you. What are you talking about? And I'm so, I say this with all love in my heart. I don't have time to look at who unsubscribed. <laughs> I'm very busy. <laughs> I got a lot going on. Um, I'm not, I, I, I'm glad you unsubscribed. If you, I really am. If you don't want to be on the list, I am really glad that you unsubscribe. You should. That's fine. I, I think you're missing out, but it's okay if it feels like too much. I get it. So, you know, again, I don't know. I promise. I, I, I know black marks on your name if you, <laughs> If you do, but don't. <laughs> All right. So you can come over the website and get it. It's called the wake up word exercise. But basically you and uh, whoever you're having trouble communicating with. So this could be something that happens at work. This could be um, something that happens with your partner. This could be your best friend, uh, your parent, whoever. What you do is you come up with a word together. It's sort of a happy word for you. It's uh, a word that you both that you all kind of agree to as something that uh, brings you, you know, a smile on your face. And I was trying to think this one firm I worked with, this one uh, company I worked with. I'm trying to remember. I think it was cupcake. I think they had a running joke about a cupcake at the at the office. So I think that's the word they used. But it was something like that. It was really great. Um, I but you know, uh, in my house right now, the word is glitter because glitter, glitter, glitter is just such a funny little word. <laughs> it sort of makes you smile, glitter. You think of little girls' birthday parties and I don't know what else and um, the, the disco era. I don't know what you think of, but uh, one of my absolute favorites, I had a couple who used the word dildo. Come on, dildo. Dildo is a funny word. If, you, if you're not giggling when you hear the word dildo, then I, I don't think you're living. So whatever your word is, it has to be something like that. Christmas, uh, you know, it could be something like that, a holiday you all like, whatever. And it has to be something that's kind of, it, it's really great when it's like an inside joke or something kind of word, but whatever it is, you name the word 
And then let's say you're in a conversation with this person and the, you know, that you've agreed on this word and you see that they are not, you know, that they're defensive or angry or whatever. And what you do is you say the word, you go cupcake. And when the word happens, because you've already agreed to this, you've already agreed to the word, you've already agreed to the rules. And uh, the person just, the idea is that you just stop. So if someone says it to you, if you're the one trying to communicate, and the person on the other end goes, you know, uh, glitter, <laughs> your job is not to to get more defensive or what do you mean glitter? I was just, you know, you don't do that. You just, you just shut up. You just shut up. You just stop talking. You stop talking. What it is, it's interrupting a pattern. You're on autopilot. You're getting lost in fight, flight, or freeze mode. And what this word does is it's bringing you over to your prefrontal cortex. It's a really brilliant little way that NLP works because it's interrupting the way the brain is wired and kind of rewiring something else. So what happens is you are then going, oh, oh, cupcake, whoops. And you come off of autopilot. It's kind of that easy. And you just take a minute and you think to yourself, and this is all written on the little, it's a one-page instruction sheet. It's so easy to do, I can't even tell you, and it's very effective. Um, but what happens like for me is that I'll stop and sort of go, oh, what, what was I just saying? Well, oh, what was I just saying? And sometimes I don't see it. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I don't get what they weren't getting, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes they'll say it, and I realize that it's not always me. It's them having trouble with the information for whatever reason. Doesn't mean I'm giving it wrong or bad. But either way, if they're not accepting it, who cares? It doesn't matter who's where where that lies. So really, it's a call to either stop the conversation. Uh, one of the things you can ask is, uh, how could I say this differently? How could I say this differently that would be better, that would be more helpful? Or you can tell the person, could you, you know, hey, you know, you say glitter, right? And then you say, could you, could you just say that to me in a different tone? Could you try to use some different words to express what you're trying to express to me? Could you, right? You're, you're just trying to shift what's happening and get people out of that automatic pilot limbic system, uh, amygdala, fight, flight, or freeze brain, and into their thinking, rational, compassionate, problem-solving love brain. That's what you're trying to do. And it works like a charm. It really does. It works very effectively. Sometimes you say the word and people can't calm down right away, but that's okay. You don't have to continue the conversation right now. You, it just means, hey, no one's listening. We might as well stop. You're, you're signaling that someone's drunk in the conversation and it's time to stop the conversation. And it's, again, incredibly effective, really works. It works at work. Again, I've had many organizations and teams and people use this. Uh, it's fun sometimes when you change the word from time to time, you know, get a new word going. And either way, you it gets you out of braid. It gets you out of that uh, yucky place you're in and gets you on track. So that's it today. Thank you for hanging out with me. You're the best. You're so great. Uh, uh, I just, you know, I love you. I love our time together. I appreciate you being here with me. And I really appreciate you taking what you're learning here and applying it to your life. And as always, make sure you email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. Let me know if you have any questions, if you have any topics you'd like covered on the podcast. Um, you hear me say all the time, these come from clients. So many things come from, from not clients, sorry, uh, clients too, but listeners. So many of what I, so many of the topics I cover come from uh, people who are listening. So uh, that's it for now. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.